Welcome to the Playful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal from Crystallized Health Advisors. I truly believe that we need to live, not just be alive. Living the playful life means all areas of our health, be it physical, spiritual, mental, or emotional, are all in harmony. This podcast is your place to find ways to make life more playful, deepen your spiritual foundation, find mental clarity, and strengthen your relationships. So are you ready to live the playful life? Today's guest is Heidi Bodenheimer. And I met Heidi in the world of health coaching. She has such an interesting background. She's actually a seasoned integrative behavioral health and wellness coach. And she's also certified with the Institution for Integrative Nutrition. She has an ACE certification and um, she has been helping people in her health coaching business for many years. Uh, As a busy mom, she discovered ways to integrate her love for fitness and nutrition into a lifestyle that enabled her to have that as a career. And um, she is, you know, one of those people that just wants to be on fire for her passions and she wants other people to have that same buzz about it as well. She talks about something called a buff mindset. And I absolutely love that. When you listen and watch this episode, you're going to hear her talk about that. And it really is sort of this conditioning that we have to do for our mindset to be the best version of ourselves and have our best health. So I am so excited to have Heidi on the podcast with me. Enjoy. Hello, Heidi. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing fantastic today. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today. I know um, you reached out and I was so excited that you did. I thought, yeah, I'd love to get you on the podcast to you know talk about what you're doing. And you've got some very exciting things that you're rolling out here in the next couple of weeks. So definitely want to uh, talk about that too as well. Um, so for people joining us, Heidi, I, I of course want you to talk about all about your background, but from my understanding is that you have some experience and training in like the behavioral sciences mm-hmm. and also, uh, in the f- like sort of health, wellness, fitness end of things, you've worked in that industry too. So I love that you're joining both together and, uh, doing some amazing things with that. So I would love for you to tell our listeners, you know, what inspired you to sort of start down that path that led you to where you are today? Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Um, You know, it's interesting. I was a gymnast um, growing up all my life and uh, and very active, um, was in other sports as well. And so it just kind of came naturally for me to want to keep moving my body. So when um, I decided to be a stay-at-home mom, I... I still needed some sort of outlet and I still was going to be going to the gym and I started going to the gym and I was taking classes and they were good classes. Don't get me wrong. But I started to think to myself, I could, I could do this and I would do this differently and not that it's better or worse, but I could do it differently. And so I really wanted to try. And so 
the second that I decided made that decision, my life changed dramatically. And I think for me, it's always been, I've always, even when I was like little, I always had this want and need and desire to want to help people. And so it just kind of led me down that. So from getting certified in various different formats and teaching group exercise over the years, um, you know, people would always come to me and I'd be that listening ear to help people on their journey, whether it's weight loss, whether it's, um, you know, they just need to get their mindset on board, whether they want to, um, you know, increase their muscle mass, whatever it may be, you know, I was there to help them do that. And it's just been an amazing journey. I really feel blessed that I get to do what I absolutely love to do. And it's my passion and mission to really help people become the best version of themselves. Yeah, that's really cool. So I'm going to ask a clarifying question just for myself. Uh -huh. um, so you're a gymnast and you had that, the training growing up. And then um, did you like earn like go through education on the behavioral sciences end of things. And then you got back into working out as a busy mom. So, well, let me, yeah, let me clarify that a little bit. So actually, um, so I, I was a psychology minor back in the day, but that seems like, you know, eons ago. Um, so that was the, the part that, um, and then I also was in human resource management. That's, I got my master's in communication and information studies. So I have a lot of background with, you know, interacting and talking with people and, um, but over the years, what I really noticed in the fitness industry, I actually managed, I opened um, a boutique fitness facility and I managed it for eight years. And so that in conjunction with the, that also includes the 23 years of in the fitness industry. What I noticed was that something was missing. There was like a gap. And as much as I was part of the fitness industry, I was like, if I really am trying to fulfill my passion and my dream of helping people, we're missing the boat a little bit because the obesity rate you know, is it an all time high? And so something's missing. And so I really, that's where I, I started to reach out and I started to really research. I'm a podcast junkie. I listened to tons of podcasts, webinars. I did all of the things, right, to help fill my brain with what it was and how I was going to go about this. And what I decided was that health coaching really needed to be part of a gym facility. It kind of worked like this synergistically. So I, I saw that need. And so Luckily for me, I worked in a boutique fitness studio, so I was able to bring health coaching. So I developed a program within my company to bring that to, um, to the gym. And what was great, so in the, in the process there, I became certified through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I became a behavioral health coach. Um, so I, I, I got all the certifications and the things that I needed to do to officially do that. And then I developed my own program. And that was, I saw such magic happening at that point because I saw that point where like the light bulb would go off from people, people who I had been working with prior, you know, doing a great job, going to the gym, doing the things, but it wasn't happening for them. They weren't getting like, I really firmly believe that the mind, your mindset is so critical. I like to say, you know, you have to have a buff mindset, right? So just like the gym and you're working a muscle, you have to work your brain, right? And so- I think changing that in people and, and having them notice that, that that is then where I saw, like, again, like I said, the magic happened with people that it was like night and day. So people, for example, like I would help people lose, you know, hundred pounds, 50 pounds, whatever it was that they needed to lose. But if they didn't have their mindset on board, it didn't really much matter with how they showed up in the world. Mm. And I, and really that's what it's all about. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. A thousand percent. I love that 
term, a buff mindset. That's really cool. Um, I feel like you should trademark that or something. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. How, how forward thinking you were at that point to add in a health coaching model, because, um, I've been a part of a lot of gyms, you know, I've been a group fitness instructor, trainer, all these things. And, um, it really does happen to be like that missing component in a lot of gym environments. Right. And, I have had so many participants in my classes that for better or lack of better term, they're like out running a bad diet. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, going to the bars, they're hitting it hard on the weekends. And then, you know, Monday through Friday, they're like killing themselves at the gym. And I'm like, you know, they're not sleeping. I'm like, this is not like, this is not the integrative way Mm -hmm. (laughs) to approach your health. And yeah, you might be getting muscles or, you know, stronger in one sense, but, but the whole thing is not is not healthy. Right. So, um, very interesting. So, uh, I love that concept of a boutique style gym too. So what was your experience with that? Were you still in the gym sector? Like when COVID happened or had you already transitioned out of that environment? Yeah, I had already transitioned at that point and I had actually gone, um, I, I, um, my health coaching ended up being something that I wanted to explore more on my own. So I became an entrepreneur, which that is an interesting phenomenon in and of itself. But in that process, um, I also had a couple other jobs here and there to kind of, you know, while I was transitioning and becoming, you know, a health, a health coach on my own, right? Um, I did a whole bunch of other things to kind of set the tone into where I was going and what I was doing with my health coaching. Um, but when COVID hit, I actually was on my own. So yeah, and so that was interesting in and of itself because I had just, like I would say within six months prior to COVID hitting is when I actually started to do online um, coaching. So I was a little bit ahead of the game, but I wasn't like 100% there yet. And so COVID definitely hit me hard in terms of being um, a solo entrepreneur. And so I did have to look for other sources of revenue at the time. So yeah, so that's how that all kind of, went down for me with COVID. Yeah. Wow. Heidi, you're, um, like a Renaissance woman. I feel like you're, (laughs) you're like one step ahead of that curve, you know, and, um, and you, you seem like you can really easily kind of go with the flow of things changing around you. So, um, I sense that about you and over the little time that we've known each other, I, I can sense that you have, um, a great entrepreneur spirit in you and that you're always looking, you know, to better yourself and, and things like that. So your clients must be very lucky to work with you. Oh, um, you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would love to talk a little bit more about that mindset component of it. Like, what yeah. did that look like when you were in the gym setting uh, for people out there who, you know, maybe are in a gym style setting mm-hmm. and they're like, wow, we, we wish we had health coaching here. Or maybe they run a gym and, and want to add that type of component. Um, what did that look like? Did you incorporate classes into the gym setting about that nutrition mm-hmm. and mindset component? Yeah. So, so the health, I had the health coaching program, my, all of my health coaching has always been from an inside out approach. So that mindset has always been kind of the number one thing. So when I implemented the health coaching program, someone could come in and purchase the program in the, in the facility, but they, but I also had actual classes on the schedule in meditation, in mindfulness, um, in mindset. Um, I, I have a workshop that I do called the positivity diet um, all of these things, because, you know, it's interesting, all the stuff that we feed ourselves and all that negative self-talk that we just, 
even the best of us, I mean, even with all the practice work I do, I still have it, right? It's a constant practice. Yeah. And we get better and better. The more we practice, the better we get just like anything else in life. Right. But um, it's really interesting because once you start to feed your brain more positivity and more and more of the yummy goodness, right? What you put out into the world comes back to you. So it's really that law of attraction, right? And so um, I've really noticed such a difference when it, it's almost like literally like when, I, when I'm doing this work with my clients, I see like a little light bulb. It's like their whole, like people's whole existence sort of just exudes vibrancy, you know, which I love. So yeah. So yeah. So in the gym setting, yeah, the classes and the program itself. Um, and now, you know, since um, I was in the gym setting, there's actually a lot of other like small coaching programs that people can implement into the gym. So that's also another, uh, a kind of a new, a newer way of looking at things if, if you are in a gym setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. That is so neat. I would be all about that, by the way, if, you know, some planks, uh, like a physical place existed like that in my community, I think I would have gravitated towards that a hundred percent. Um, but you were saying that you have created a space like this now virtually, which is very interesting to me. So, uh, give a a little bit on that and, and how that came about. Sure. Um, well, so I live in a very small community. Um, and I thought when I first um, went on this entrepreneurial journey that I would, you know, that I would be able to serve people in my community and then that would be enough people. And I came to realize that that wasn't going to be the case. And so I knew I needed to spread my wings a little bit. And so I actually hired a coach, which I highly recommend whatever it is that you're doing in life. Everyone, everyone needs a coach, right? Everyone. And, and so I really enjoyed having a coach. Um, and so with that taught me how to do this online thing, right? Have this online presence. And this is before, before COVID. So this was before, you know, we were used to doing zoom after zoom, you know what I mean? All these things. Right. Um, and so it was definitely a, a transition one from a marketing and advertising perspective, you know, doing more on Facebook and social media and all of, you know, the things out there that we, um, that we put ourselves out on, but also interacting with my clients. It was very challenging from being in, in a in-person space where I'm a very touchy feely person, you know? And so to be there and then to be online and how can I create that energy where people are sensing that and feeling that from me, I had to practice it and I'm still practicing it, but I'm, I'm getting better and better at it. And I, and now I'm, cause at first I was like, I felt not that I was being flat, but that the client, I couldn't feel the client. And that really is helps me to decide where to go with a client because everyone's so unique and different. So I had to really practice like, so my listening skills, if you will, got very different because it wasn't just listening to the words. It was, you know, really paying attention. Like I almost had to fine tune all those little things that we've learned over the years, you know, um, in the online space to really kind of feel and get where, where my client was. Yeah. Wow. That is really cool. And I, I love that you bring up that fact of yeah, it is different when you're now all virtual. And mm-hmm. I mean, some of the clients, I have clients that like, I've never met. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, you know, like some of them are in other States, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's cool because now I have like a much more well-rounded reach and I can mm-hmm. help a lot more people, but at the same time, right. Yeah. How do we build that warmth and that rapport and, and have that like verbal, I don't know what, what I'm looking for, but like that feedback, I guess I would say, you know, from the client, because sometimes when you're giving them something or 
teaching them a lesson or something, our visual cues are very helpful to coaches, mm-hmm. right? When we're like, okay, uh, I can sense that they're getting this, or I sense that they need more about this thing. But sometimes when we're on a screen or on the phone or, or giving them a module or something to follow, it's, it's just very, uh, it becomes a very difficult or, or not even difficult, but just a different approach that we need to take as coaches to follow yeah. up and really understand the learning process, I guess, that they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And, and because I really pride myself on meeting clients where they are. So to, I, needed, I needed to get that information, that feedback from them to make sure that I could show up, you know, how I wanted to show up for them as well. Um, the, other, the other online thing that I'm doing right now is I'm part of a, um, a coaches group where we have a, it's a, well, there's, excuse me, there's three coaches and we are, it's called the Powerhouse Studio and we are an online fitness studio gym. So teaching fitness classes in the online space is a whole other interesting wow. phenomena. You know, when you, when, you know, sometimes you have people live, sometimes you don't, but they're going to watch the replay and you have to give your full energy and be there without anyone in front of you when I'm a person who feeds off the energy of the room. So that's been challenging as well, but it, you know, it, it, I figure every time I'm doing it, I get better and it's all a learning, a lesson and learning how, how to be better each and every day. Yeah. That's really fun. So do you have a physical place where you and your other instructors record your workouts or is it like you've taken a, a piece of your home and turned that into your studio? What does that look like for you? That's, yeah, that's exactly what we've done. And if you would see my setup, <laughs> I, I, I try to make it better every day. It's, it's, it's a work in progress, but um, yeah, luckily I have a basement that um, I have a, um, a gym, so to speak. And I have an area that I, um, I have all my cameras set up and, you know, because I have to have, you know, my music and then I have to have the lighting and I have to have, so, it, it, you know, it's quite the setup, but, um, it, it gets better and better every day. I'm still trying to conquer getting the music so everyone can hear it and hear me. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a work in progress, but, um, I, I love doing it because I feel like for people who don't feel comfortable going to a gym setting yet, um, that it offers them something. And I think it actually is interesting because, um, I think time will tell the, what the gym scenario is going to look like after COVID mm. because with people having all of these online classrooms, online, the ability to, you know, just watch a, a class at random when it fits their schedule, um, you know, whether it's late at night or in the morning or when, you know, their hair is all like, <laughs> you know, whatever it may be. Um, I think people have come, become accustomed to this. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the dynamics and the culture of a gym, if, if it will go back, I don't know that's ever going to go back to quote unquote normal, but I I'm interested to see how that's going to, how that's going to look. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. Definitely. Uh, interestingly, I had this conversation about church with, uh, one of the priests from my church the other day, and we had the, a similar conversation. You know, what will church look like? What will churches mm-hmm. look like now? Because, uh, like for me, I was never one to do online church or, you know, have that kind of setting, right? And it's been very nice because even though I could go to in person types of things and they're very limited and stuff like that, there are days when I'm just like, oh, great, I could just click on YouTube and, you know, or go to the Facebook and, and be at, at, you know, this uh, church service or whatever. So um, it's really going to, take some focus and I think some innovation in all these different areas to attract people back in. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, you know, so, so I'm sort of in that world too, trying to think of things, but yeah, from a fitness perspective, that is very interesting. And, and I, I think that some people will crave going back to that setting and mm -hmm. having that energy and things like that. But I, I don't think it'll be the rush back that mm -hmm. maybe some gyms are expecting. So, um, I love that idea of incorporating a health coaching program or, you know, something mm -hmm like you're saying, kind of virtual where, you know, maybe there is an online space and a physical space where people can both be at least a part of something greater mm -hmm. and have that community and yet still feel safe. So very yeah. cool that you're innovating in that space. So I'm going to be uh, picking your brain a little bit probably <laughs> as I, as I go back to doing certain things like that. Yeah. And I look at it for, I look at it. I, I mean, I'm a very positive person. So I look at it as a win-win for everybody, because I think even you know, of course, my hope from being in the fitness industry so long is that the gyms are going to it's they're going to flourish like we as human beings, we have this need to connect with others. So there is that element that's missing, right, that you can't get in an online space. Hmm. But then, you know, when on those busy days or those like we were at a snow day today here in Maryland, if it's a snow day, you know what I mean? Like you can't get to the gym, you have these options. So I think it's just going to provide more options for people to get healthier and to be well. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's my and mission. less excuses. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. <sighs> I know. Uh, well, before we hit record here, I was telling you briefly that I'm looking into personal chef services for some of my clients because I've been running into, you know, opposition, of course, and people saying, well, what if I just don't have time to cook? What if I don't have time to meal plan? Or they simply just have no interest in it. I mean, some people just don't like to cook, don't want to cook. They can get by their whole life without even boiling pasta. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, what are the ways that I can help those people? Right. And how can I make that affordable and tangible to them? So I'm excited to, to explore that arena and yeah. see how that works out for people because yeah. anytime that you can, like you're saying, meet people where they are mm -hmm. and figure out a solution to their problem and, and just, give them a, an option. I think that's really important. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and nowadays too, you have like HelloFresh and some of those help. If you're not, if you're not really into the cooking thing, and you want someone else to do it for you, you still have to do chopping and things with those, but um, at least they're, they come to your doorstep. Right. So, so there are options, but I agree. I think that's a great, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to, to what, what you come up with. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Heidi, I'd love to talk a little bit uh, about this new endeavor that you have going okay. on with the Calm app, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So maybe first of all, for anybody out there who doesn't maybe know what that is, maybe yeah. start there, start like yeah, explain sure. it and then how you got into it and what you're going to be doing. Yeah. So um, Calm, if you've never, um, if, if you're not familiar is, it actually is an app. Um, I mean, it's a company, but there's an app that it's a meditation app and it actually is so much more than meditation now. And so what's really, really interesting, I'm going to just back step here for a moment. Um, when I, one of my things in my entrepreneurial journey and what, I, and what I learned about myself is that I love working one-on-one -on -one with my clients, but I also love being part of a team. I'm a people person and I need that energy, right? And so I needed to fulfill that. So I, I wanted an outside source to be able to do that element as well. Uh, and I wanted to be able to do both. So I looked on LinkedIn, I looked on Indeed and all those kinds of things. And I would find jobs here and there and I'd have interviews, but nothing was really resonating with me. 
And so I took a moment and I literally was like, okay, what is it in my life that I love and where, where, where would that be? Well, I meditate every single day and I meditate with the calm app. They're not paying me to do this. <laughs> and um, so I was like, well, gosh, that would be really cool to work there. I literally looked up calm and they were hiring for a behavioral health coach. And so I applied. And so, yeah, they are adding an element to their services, um, health coaching, which is so, it's, it's just so exciting for me. Um, but also just from just me being in that space to be able to offer this to more people is so in line with who I am and what I am. I always want to be bigger than who I am and put it out into the world to more people. So I'm really excited about that. So yeah, so I will be a behavioral health coach. I, I start soon and just really excited about the role. That's really neat. So I'm a little bit unfamiliar with it. I've used Headspace before, okay, yeah. which mm -hmm. I think is similar, but different. And when I go on that app, I, I'm just given somebody or some voice or so, I don't know, some voice from the clouds that helps me through meditation. Uh, so if people were to go to calm like myself, right, get yeah, on that yeah. app and want to find you and uh, do health coaching with you, is it, is it something where they can choose you as a coach or you just get assigned to people that sort of yes. come through the ranks? So interestingly enough, that's not really, um, because we're just in the very infancy stages. Um, so I'm part of the initial team that we're going to be eventually bringing um, health coaching to the masses. But right now the, the actual company is um, selling to employers to help have this go to employees. So right now we're not there yet. So right now the best way is you know, for, to get a hold of me is at my website, HeidiBodenheimer.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Heidi Bod Be Well. Um, and that's, I, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And um, also I'm in the middle of developing a group program as well. So those, that would be the best way because Calm right now, we're not, stay tuned, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, that's, that's really cool though, that they're thinking in the ways of hitting corporations and sort of starting it in that sort of realm. And I think that is really important. I would, one of the goals with my business, and of course, COVID has made this a little bit more difficult, not impossible, but a little bit more difficult is doing like public speaking, right. Mm -hmm. And having these opportunities to go to conferences and seminars and things like that with big corporate audiences and explain, you know, the benefits of taking care of your health and how that leads to productivity and longevity and, and all these things and how that relates to, you know, your wealth and your earning potential and things like that, because I, I really think that's all connected, right? Mm -hmm. and like you're saying, have a buff mindset, not only in your uh, fitness, but, you know, in your nutrition, in your job and your career and your family life and all these things are so interconnected. And I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. So yeah. I'm very glad that you've kind of tied all that together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause if one part of your life is out of whack, it, it inevitably affects the other. So yeah, it's, it's, it's such a whole, whole pie kind of, kind of feeling. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'd love to ask you just a few questions about your entrepreneurial journey, sure. because you said, um, now, I mean, obviously seems like you've always been into sort of doing your own thing and finding ways to innovate and stuff like that. So, uh, we had joked, I think again, before we hit record, but that being an entrepreneur is all about personal development and yep. self-development and all those things. So, um, I'm always curious, you know, where do other entrepreneurs, uh, especially women, right. Go to find 
their inspiration? Like, where do you go to find your personal development to share with others and to build yourself? Yeah. You know, I, I am a podcast junkie. (laughs) So I listen to a lot of podcasts and then, you know, inevitably on podcasts, um, um, they'll have a a person on and I'll be like, Oh, I need to follow them. And I follow them. I read lots and lots of self-development books. Um, and they're always fantastic and fabulous. Um, I just got done um, reading Psycho Cybernetics from um, Maxwell Marx. Amazing book, really, really good. I highly recommend it. Um, I love Brendan Bouchard. I, I, I could, the list goes on and on because I, I, I read it all the time, right? I'm a little, I'm a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a geek when it comes to self development stuff. But I think one thing I would say is I, I found that for me personally, I'd be really, really cautious though of the the information and the stuff I was getting off of social media. Because, um, you know, inevitably, you know, you say you want a vacuum cleaner and then all your social media is all about vacuum cleaners, right? So same, same thing in the health coaching or fitness <laughs> realm, right? Um, you know, so I have, I'm being bombarded with, you know, other fitness instructors, other health coaches. And, it, and of course, you know, comparison is the root of all evil, but, and we don't, we know not to compare, but, you know, you do. And so I really have to be mindful of creating that space and that awareness of when it's too much. Um, and so I just cautious people, caution people to make sure that, you know, live your, live for you, right. And what it means for you, not someone else's. And, um, something I always say to my, my clients, and then sometimes we have to say it for ourselves. So I had to remind myself just the other day, you know, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Yes. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad you went there with it. <laughs> Heidi, I feel like our, our social media fees must look very similar <laughs> because it's so true when you follow yeah. someone like Brendan Bouchard, right? Now, mm-hmm. everybody who wants to be a business coach or mm-hmm. you know a personal development guru or whatever is advertising to you because you're following these podcasts and you're whatever. So it, it really is. And, and then you get sort of lost in like their messaging sometimes. Cause they're like, you need to be on, you know, TikTok and uh, clubhouse and all these things. And it's, it's so overwhelming, I think, to people who are trying to do anything. I mean, as an entrepreneur, yeah, but I think just as, as a normal person out there trying to do anything, I mean, how overwhelming it is to think like, yeah. Oh my God, like I just, like I just mastered Instagram and now that's old school news. Like what, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what is yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even get to mention to you that, um, in the whole COVID, um, timeframe here, I actually was a, a business health coach or not, not health, a business coach for about six months. So I had to, I learned all the things and then I had to teach all the things and, um, you know, it, and then I even was fed more of it because even more of it was fed into my, into my media and to my life really. Um, so yeah, you, you really have to keep, keep kind of a checks and balance. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. can't agree more. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are some of those things that you do? I mean, obviously you use your calm app and you meditate and mm-hmm. things like that, but, uh, what would you say are sort of the things that keep you playful or keep you grounded, you know, on those days when you're feeling overwhelmed and like, I'm sure like any entrepreneur and mom, you must feel like you're going in a thousand different directions at once. Like what are some of the things you do to, to bring it back in? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do have to say, um, the moment that I decided I had meditated here and there, um, kind of sporadically, 
But about three and a half years ago, I intentionally chose to do it every day. And once I committed to that daily practice, it has totally rocked my world and changed me. And, and I say this because it's not just, oh, I meditate. It has changed every facet of my life. I'm a better mom. I'm a better spouse. I'm a better friend, daughter, you know, all the, all the roles that I play because I can now, and am I perfect at it? No, not at all. Nope. But I, I, I have cre been able to create that space. And I think that creating that space and becoming aware, that moment that you can become aware of what's going on um, is, is brilliant. And that's really what I can say meditation has done for me. So yeah, so I do that, but I also, I'm, I love to dance. So I, you know, you'll catch me just, I have various playlists um, and, you know, I'll be dancing around. The, my kids think I'm crazy, but I don't care. Um, I'll dance and sing around the house and I move. I'm always moving my body. Um, and so, yeah, everyone pretty much who knows me knows that I'm, I'm a dancer. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Heidi, we're kindred spirits. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I am the same Z's. If I need to raise my vibe, mm -hmm. it is, you know, dance music all the way. Something with a good beat gets me, you know, going for mm -hmm. sure. For sure. Yeah. I love that. And and how cool that you made a commitment to yourself. And like you said, it, it wasn't perfect and it's, mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be perfect. Right. I think we get really overwhelmed with, I know I do like the whole meditation thing. I'm like, ah, I'm not doing this right. And mm -hmm. I don't think this is working. And like with workouts too, I, I think people oh, really get down about that too. Like, yeah. I don't know, I'm not losing any weight or I don't think this is working. And so we're so quick to give up. And I, I just like, I will totally be honest. I am, I'm one of those people that I try to meditate and then I just, you know, I, I got to come back to it, but I have started journaling at least. And okay. that's a practice that I started about two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And that is sacred to me. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. you know, I have the baby steps, right? But yeah, the journaling definitely helps me, you know, practice gratitude every day and reflect mm -hmm. and just write down what I'm thinking and feeling and yeah. all that. So, yeah, I love journaling too. And, you know, the meditation thing, you know, we always think it has to be this big, grandiose thing. But just like you were saying, baby steps, I mean, you know, where could you find a minute in your day? I, I always like to say the power of the pause, which just take two to three deep breaths and start there. It doesn't have to be meditation in its truest form right you make it be what it means for you or when i say you you the listeners um you know whatever that means and you got to start somewhere so you, you know you start there right um i actually just a quick story i when i um before i meditated i was just <laughs> always on the go and i'm trying to get to the gym to you know to do my classes or whatever and um to work for the day and i didn't have i couldn't find time in the day to make my smoothie i was like how is this possible right i mean and so I started, I was like, well, I have to change my way of thinking about this. So every time I hit the blender, I took two to three deep breaths. And I started to then like, I mean, it didn't happen overnight. It took several times. And then I started to like be like, oh, oh. And then I was kind of like Pavlov's dog. You know, I started to really enjoy listening and hearing when I would hit blend because it would give me that moment <laughs> in the hectic chaos of the morning to just chill. <laughs> and so to this day, I, I love making my smoothies. <laughs> that is so cool. But that I started is so there. cool. I started there. That's how I started my meditation practice, you know? <laughs> yes. How simple it can be. Yep. How simple it can be. And mm -hmm. I take that approach with exercise a lot of times mm -hmm. for people. Like it doesn't have to be this 30 minute block of time that you find in your day. Like 
when you're running your bath water or your shower or something, like do a couple squats, or if mm-hmm. you're standing there brushing your teeth, you know, do some calf raises or whatever. And, you know, eventually you find yourself getting stronger in these areas. And mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you notice once you were able to take that deep breath for yourself and give yourself that, that time, that moment to exhale, you probably created other space in your day mm-hmm. that you didn't before think was there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And also, yeah. also you can always put your favorite song on and dance. Cause that's the place I'm the dancer. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I, I did bring, I brought my hula hoop upstairs ah. uh, yesterday because I was finding that, you know, in this virtual world, right. I used to teach a lot of classes and be up and about and everything. And I was like, man, I am really sitting Mm -hmm. a lot. Like I'd look at my Fitbit and I'd be like, okay, 2,200 steps today. Like, (laughs) that's terrible. You know, how could I, how could I tell other people to get up and be active when I'm literally sitting at a computer, like all day long doing this. (laughs) So I was like, that's it. You know, I'm going to listen to music at least while I do some administrative work. And then like every other song I'm going to, or every two songs or whatever, get up and hula hoop for another song and then sit back down. You know, I'm like, I got to do something. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I used to never, I, when I taught so many classes, when I was working at the gym, I never wanted to have a Fitbit or an Apple watch or anything like that because I felt like I was moving too much right now. Yeah. Mine, mine talks to me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? (laughs) Let's find a happy medium somewhere Exactly. (laughs) between like destroying our joints completely because we never sit down and like never yep. standing up and moving. So yeah, <laughs> I, yep. I hear you. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How funny. I just, I have to take a moment and just like, thank God and, and the whole situation. And 2020 was a roller coaster for many people, but I feel like, and many people I talk to, especially that I've had on the podcast have said very similar things that when they leaned into mm-hmm. the things going on in 2020, like everything kind of started to change and open up and we met different people and like you, like you and mm-hmm. I, right. We would have mm-hmm. never yeah. met had, yeah. you know, the situation sort of thrown me into looking for health coaching options and just connecting with different networks mm-hmm. in a virtual mm-hmm. space. So what has been one of your, or maybe more, but at least one takeaway from experiencing all that with COVID last year and, you know, just 2020 in general. (laughs) Yeah. um, That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, But I would have to say resiliency would be the, what comes to mind. um, Because I think for me, um, again, with the different roles that I've actually played just in that year's time, not even accounting for 2021 yet. Um, well, even to 2021 now with my new position with Calm, um, you know, that every day I try to be a better version of myself, you know, and is it easy? Mm-mm. There's some days that are really hard. I actually was really, really sick. I had surgery back in the fall. I had pneumonia at the beginning of this year. So, you know, all these things turn against me and, and I'm not saying me, I'm everyone in life, right? In life, you know, it knocks you down sometimes, right? But every time you get back up, you can, you can learn something and you can go a little bit further, right? And you really learn a lot. And so I guess if, if you have, if you can open yourself up to that mindset of, you know, I'm here to learn a lesson and how can I be a little bit better than I was yesterday? There's, the world has so much and we have this one precious life to live and let's live it to the fullest, right? Yes, girl, 
speaking my language. (laughs) This is all about, you know, just waking people up to that, Mm -hmm. that exact thing, right? I, I put an episode out this morning of my podcast and that was a lot of what we talked about on that episode with Christine. It was, you know, are you living your life or are Mm -hmm. you like just breathing and Mm -hmm. surviving every day and just alive in this physical form, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, there's a finite amount of time we got in this place and this time. I mean, no matter what you believe, right? I mean, you're only going to be you and this body one time and, you know, tick tock, right? So, Mm -hmm. and tomorrow's not promised, you know, so embrace what we have right at this very moment because so we got, so we know. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Right. Showing up, like you yeah. said, it's the best version of yourself and trying to make that a little bit better every day yep. is amazing. What a great lesson. Thank yeah. you. And you're I welcome. can tell that you are, you're rocking it, you know, as a, as a mom and entrepreneur and, you know, wife and coach and all these things. And I just, uh, I really commend you and honor you oh, for, you. for doing all the things and, you know, just forging, forging a way for other people to, to follow and being a leader uh, is important because we we need people like you to look up to and say, hey, that person inspires me, right? And even when you don't know it, right? Yeah, sometimes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks again for you know taking your time to be here with me and uh, talking about all these awesome things you got going on. So uh, I am going to link down in the show notes, of course, okay. where to find you okay, and uh, get in touch with you, of course, if people want to do that. And you know, mm-hmm. like you said, check out sort of your virtual gym and mm-hmm. what you got going on there. So that's exciting. I want to share that with my listeners. Um, and just once again, if you want to just maybe give a, a, a quick, if somebody's listening right now and wants to hit Siri and, and say, Hey, look up Heidi, uh, what would be the best place to, to do that? Yeah. Heidi Bodenheimer. That's B O D E N H E I M E R. I know it's a long one.com. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. But yeah, I, if you're driving and listening to this, just until you get somewhere safe, I will have yeah. all the links to just click below. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, awesome, Heidi. Well, you stay safe out in the, the blizzard that is heading your way. I'm sure you guys are just loving that as yeah. all of us are here in the, in the United States. So uh, be safe and so um, keep well. rocking it for everyone to see. I love it so much. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. If someone you love would benefit from this message, please, please share this podcast with them. And if you want more out of your life, not just surviving every day, but you want to truly thrive, visit me at crystallizedhealthadvisors.com or on Facebook to schedule your free dream strategy call with me today. Do not hesitate any longer. Life is short and I want you to truly live the playful life. I will see you next time and as always, stay playful.